0: Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing
1: started. Cheers. What is up, everybody? I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. Welcome back. You're listening to the Sports Buzz, a podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by Strangeland Brewery. Here for any occasion, every occasion. All occasions, whatever you, however you want to say it, um, just be sure you're drinking Strange Land at your next occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, the matter. It <laughs> like I said, I'm, uh, I'm Spencer Spoming, the host of the show here. Um, it's just the two hosts, you know. Hey, host of the show and host of the podcast.
2: It's a, it's a pleasure to host the podcast here.
1: This is uh, our producer, Ballad. Um, we're supposed to have I Chad. I am Bill. We're supposed to have Chad in. Um, he's running a little late. Oh, so well, we what st- else is new? Yeah, what's what's new? <laughs> so we started without him. Um, and uh, it's good to be back doing a, a full show, almost a full show since Thanksgiving.
2: Well, and and what was Coach's lame excuse for why you couldn't be here? Yeah, he shit to do at work. Oh, oh yeah. No. Uh huh. Yes, on that. I called real BS on that. We're gonna to audit that Whoa. today. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to go
1: check his time card because right. uh, check it for Tuesday, November twenty eighth. That is the date today. As always, recording from Austin, Texas. Um, if you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please give us some subscriptions, some follows, reviews. Um, let us know how we're doing on there. Uh, this is our pro show, and we'll get into show business. Um, we had to uh, pretty much rearrange everything. Because Chad's not here, and uh, he had an early segment. Mm -hmm. And Chell Guy Corey's supposed to call in in the first five minutes of the show. Well, he forgot that he had a fucking work seminar, so now we're working around Chell Guy Corey's schedule, as always. Which I always also
2: find suspect. I don't know what sort of work seminars are going on at 7.30 at night. That's what I'm saying. Is there a Stars game tonight? Because that that would make a lot more sense. Yeah,
1: they play at 9 o'clock in
2: Vegas. Oh, okay. So he's
1: probably not there. Not doubtful. I wish I was there. I know, right? It would be... Badass is be better than being here. Actually, Vegas is playing fucking great right now. I think they're in first place. But we'll talk to Chell guy Corey if we can get him on to talk some uh, some Chell. And um, Bal's got to carry out a bet with him. Um, but as I mentioned, Strange Land Brewery. Uh, be sure if you're out and about, ask for it in uh, local bars in Austin. Um, there's a new beer out. Um, what do they call that? It's part of their something series. Their their uh, bowler series or it's not growler series. I don't think. They're um, really, really big bottles. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's gonna bother me until I look at it. Um, let's see, bomber, bomber series. Yeah, that's it. Here's um, a
2: challenge: drink two of those before lunch, and let me know how far you make it in a day. Technically, they say on the bottle it's only a pint. So really, yeah. Oh, huh. I don't know. Drink six of those before <laughs> lunch, and let me know how far you
1: make it. Because I'm a fan of those. You got to get some good craft beer in the in the bombers, but um. They got the uh, the old North Road. It's a new a new one in the Bomber series. Um, they have an event coming up tomorrow, at uh, what do we say, Wicked off South Lamar, Which Wicked... witch, witch Brew, Witchcraft Beer Store, uh, yeah. right off South Lamar. Uh, it's an ice cream and beer pairing event. So they're gonna have uh, all of the Bomber series do some uh, some delicious boozy floats, ice cream floats with uh, with some of those thick. Uh, Bomber Series beers, including the old North Road, the new one in that collection. Follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. You can follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Um And on there you should be able to find our personals if you don't already have those. We'll jump into show business here and uh, get things going. So as I mentioned, um, it was Thanksgiving, so we missed out. Um, but, uh, you know, I had to keep things rolling. You uh you braved the solo show on I Facebook did. Live. I did, and I had a couple people join in and and enjoy the conversation and and add some to it, ask questions, which was nice. Um, you know, I could talk to myself for hours. Yeah, and I do it all the time, but it's nice to have somebody else throw in a little bit of uh, hey, what what do you think about this or how about how about this game or you know, here's what I think. So it was cool. So we had some engagement there. Yeah, I saw people commenting on
2: on the video and whatnot. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the video, unfortunately, but I I, I assume it was great, and everything you seem to do is, is usually above average. Usually so. pretty
1: good. Not, I mean, not up to your standards of producing, but hey, hey you but know, those standards are very low, <laughs> so don't sell yourself short. <laughs> um, but we do have week 13 in the NFL here. 13. Um, as we mentioned, everyone is back in studio. We wrote this out in the show guide, everyone is back, and then Coach had a late um, bow out, and then now Chad's late, so... Um, that everyone back in studio in all caps is uh, not holding true. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a <laughs> that, that's not a good take. No, uh, I made
2: this much earlier in the day, <laughs> as you can probably but with imagine.
1: with uh, with Chad not being here yet, still don't know where my jersey is. Still waiting on that. We're we're like a month and a half, two months into basketball season. No jersey.
2: What, what are the odds
1: that Chad
2: walks in at all tonight, and then parlay it with?
1: Holding your jersey He'll show up But he, I don't think he's going to have the jersey I think yeah. he's going to forget again Because he had to go all way to Georgetown To get camping stuff Because we're supposed to go hunting this weekend Yeah So he forgot Completely Um But uh I'd put that at like
2: Plus 1500 <laughs> Like there's no way He walks in with your jersey you Alright
1: let me put 10 on him <laughs> nah, he's definitely not coming with his jersey Um We'll have to harass him about that when he gets here
2: For those who are listening Spencer I just shook on that So I think you probably
1: going to know only $10. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Perfect. Yeah, we check on that. Um, speaking of bets. Speaking of bets, we have a show bet going on right now. Um, we are following the uh, the Louisville and Purdue basketball game. Louisville ranks 17th in the country, undefeated. They don't have their original coach that they were going to start the season off with. He, sure. He's it's gone. Paterno. He's gone. He didn't last that long. Patino. Patino. Paterno. Patino? Patino. Rick Patino. Ricky P. There is a Paterno. I think. Yeah, you
2: play Um, football
1: coach. Also, Louisville. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. I've never thought about it. I've I've thought about it, but never actually had a conversation. That's funny. Um, Back to the point. Uh, Purdue just beat number two ranked Arizona in a tournament this past weekend. Um, So they're actually favored by eight and a half at home. Um, Right now, we we took the over-under at 149 points. And these teams both average over 80 points. Purdue's over 90 points a game. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And we have the over tonight. We have so the over should, on, should a 100,
1: safe, on 149 be, points. So we're looking at 75 points apiece. Should be a safe bet, right? No problem. No problem. We are in a defensive brick house shootout of a game. Mm-hmm. 20 to 21, and we're almost at halftime.
2: Yeah, it's like they're playing with one of those giant medicine uh, workout balls <laughs> yeah. that you sit on and do squats, and they're shooting into a golf cup. It is. It's not good. It is hard to watch.
1: It's not good. The only points I've really seen are like breakaway dunks. Yeah,
2: which we need more of. So <laughs> uh, we'll be tracking this uh, all the way through the Amateur Hour. So tune in on Friday to see. Uh, yeah.
1: If we to see how mad we get when we miss, see a how much money we lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like I said, we had to jumble around. Our did you have anything else you want to throw in? Um, I didn't write everything down that you wanted. Showbet. Yeah. No. Oh, DraftKings. DraftKings may or may not go up.
2: Um, uh, if you, if you know where to find it, you know where to find it, search Sports Buzz Podcast Weekly.
1: Yeah, just send us a, drop-case. send us a text if you want in and see if we're doing it. Um, but speaking of fantasy football, let's jump right into, um, our roster rage, roster bait, and, you know, with it being Thanksgiving and we missed a show, I think we're just going to call it, you know, who are you thankful for and who are you not thankful for? Just, just in the spirit of Thanksgiving. That's a good, good call. And I'm going to start it out because I got a few guys that I'm really unthankful for. Sure. Number one being that selfish prick, Michael Crabtree. He, I mean, I understand he's upset from from Tlaib taking his chain last year. So he taped it to himself this year and then decided to go punch somebody on the other team in the stomach. That guy got removed from the game. And then the next play, he decides to block Akeeb Talib out of bounds 30 or 40 yards and then start a fist fight when he didn't have a helmet, but Talib still had his. Clearly a mismatch. Tlaib got the chain again, even with it taped onto his chest. Um, so I'm a little pissed off about that. We'll talk about that fight in a little bit. But Crabtree gets ejected from the game three minutes in, zero points. Thanks, asshole. And now he's suspended for a game. So appreciate that. I'm also unthankful for Jared Cook. He's got to go. I'm dumping his ass from my team. He's worthless. He has one good game every five or six weeks. Last week, he put up one point. That's one catch. Mm. For less than 10 yards in a PPR league.
2: That is not good. It's embarrassing.
1: Um, but I will say I'm thankful for uh for starting Jamal Williams, running back, um, for the third string running back originally starting off the year for the Green Bay Packers. All right. He has since become a starter with Ty Montgomery being injured and, and not quite up to par. Um, and then Allison got hurt. So now he starts. He was only projected eight points. Well, he did a little better than that. Twenty-eight points. He put one in the, in the end zone on the ground and through the air. Nothing wrong with that. So I'm pretty thankful for that. And um, that's, that's all I got, really. What, do you, what about yourself? Who are you, who you thankful and unthankful for? <clears throat> I'm
2: actually feeling pretty thankful this time of year. I'm just going to focus on one guy uh, that I'm super thankful for, Mr. Alvin Kamara. Mm. 31.8 points in a Standard League. Two touchdowns, 87 yards. The rookie? <laughs> out of New Orleans, continues to just do work in the backfield, even when he has to share time with Mark Ingram.
1: He's really good. And um, he came in the game, and I looked at my roommate, and he was like, oh, man, Alvin Cabrera was really good. And I said, yeah, I just need him to not do anything this game because I'm playing against him. Oh,
2: that's unfortunate.
1: As soon as I said that, he went for a 74-yard touchdown on his first touch. I was like, cool, man, appreciate that. Wow. Thanks, I jinxed it. I should have just kept my mouth shut. Yeah, he
2: is a monster. He is not fun to play against. He's very fun to have on your team. And yeah, he's more a fun when I picked him up off waivers like six weeks ago. Yeah,
1: and most people did. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, they're the best running back tandem in the NFL, right? They oh, have yeah, to Yeah, for sure. No, no. By a long shot.
2: Uh, you know Dude. who sucks at football, and I'm not <laughs> thankful for, is Cameron Brait.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> 0.6 yards. i mean, sorry, 0. 0.6 points. Tied a total ends. of six yards. What is it
1: with tight ends this year? I don't they're know.
2: They're worthless. It's total garbage. I, I wish... You had the option to just not play, just double flex, just don't play a tight end spot, and just take five points. Yeah, like I would do that every week, give me five. Because what what I'm getting out of Cameron Brait is just awful, and it sucks because he had a, a handful of games that he looked fantastic. Yeah, and that's the thing tight ends have been doing all year. But and now all the tight ends are all grabbed up. There's there's no one left. You slim pickings out of there if you're. You're looking for a tight end, and, well, and even one of those people who is. Your
1: backup tight end can go out and get one catch for six yards or something if you're lucky, but that's still giving you okay. .6 points.
2: Um, um, let me, I want to bring up something that I've been following in fantasy, and it doesn't. It, I don't think it's a secret that I play standard. I don't play PPR, right. but I'm seeing this switch where people aren't calling it standard anymore. They're starting to call it non-PPR. Like, that's, like, PPR is the, what it always was. Uh-huh. Are, are you seeing this? Yeah. You see, oh, these are my non-PPR rankings. It's like, no. You have standard, and you have PPR. I'll be honest. Don't try to discount the original scoring of, I'll be of fantasy. I,
1: I'm one of those guys who's only played PPR. Oh my god Yeah, and I just recently For the first time this year In one league I'm playing a, It's a PPR But it's also the decimals In yards That's the first time I've played decimals That's the way to go uh, I actually like it Yeah, for sure I kind I, I bashed it forever And I kind of dig it now uh, But You like we, it
2: when you win That game by 0. .4 Yeah
1: <laughs> Can we talk about one guy Who finally showed up? Who yeah. Mr. Julio Hones You played against him Good god yeah, I think he had 58 points into my league, but that's with bonuses and PPR, but good God, 250 yards on 10 catches and two touchdowns. Ugh, is it yeah. safe to say he's back, or is this just a fluke game and the Bucs are just that awful? Um, I mean, I, obviously he's a must start in every, every league, no matter what. Yeah, if you got him, you're going to start
2: him regardless. You have to. But he has not returned value based on where people <sighs> took him in. I mean, this week with 253 yards, two touchdowns, 12 receptions, 38.8 <laughs> in my standard league. Yeah. Not my non-PBR In your non-PBR league? <laughs> no, in my standard <laughs> league. Uh, I would have gone 3-0 this week if it wasn't for fucking Julio Jones. But he plays, he went off, and that's
1: how uh, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you got any other guys that you wanted to talk about? Um. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll talk about...
2: New England's yeah. defense. That was a, sneaky good. That was a group that did not look like they were gonna be any good at the beginning of the season. If you remember the first few games where they got beat by Kansas City and then even after that they had some troubles. But uh <clears throat> Patricia over there has got them playing pretty good. And they that was a defense you could pick up off waivers. I think I have them in every league now. And like eighteen points in my league from a
1: defense. Pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Made up for Cameron braids
1: dumbass. Well, I'm definitely kicking myself because I didn't start Robbie Anderson this week. I got such good wide receivers in, in one league that I just I can't trust him. And he goes off for like six catches for one, almost 150 in two touchdowns. My brother's like, dude, I start him every week. I start Robbie Anderson. He's my he's my number one wide receiver. Wow. He's killing it for the Jets, but the Jets are terrible. So it's hard to – that's why nobody knows who he is. Another guy I got off waivers that I just haven't utilized. But um, – That's the real big ones. Um, We'll move on. We'll talk about... uh, We'll get into some segments. We'll do money talks first. Um, What is this? OBJ. Oh, yeah, dude. I did see this. Did you hear about this? Yes. So this um, is
2: kind of a story that could have fallen into the amateur hour or the pro show. We have got a jam-packed amateur hour with a lot of stuff to talk about, so make sure you tune in on Friday. Well, a lot of one thing to talk about. A lot of one thing. (laughs) But we have that to talk about in depth. So... This one, uh, do you want to introduce this?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't really know what the chant is. So the LS, LSU band um, brought back. I guess this is a, some infamous chant, the neck <coughs> chant. And Odell Beckham Jr. was uh, in the in the crowd with the band. Um, so they're saying that he was the one who brought this back and and got him cheering it. Can you explain what this is? Okay,
2: so the LSU band, for a number of years, has done this song called The Neck. And a couple of years ago, the band was told never to play the song ever again, because LSU fans have some extra lyrics they add in that are, I would say, not inappropriate.
1: appropriate. I thought I heard some dirty stuff being said in there. I couldn't so, quite make it all
2: out. Uh, uh, OBJ was at the game versus uh, Texas A&M, and he demanded uh, the band play this song to the point where he told the band conductor that he will pay the fine for playing this song, which I found hilarious that OBJ... Came all the way back to college to come bully some band kids. Like yeah, that, that's just amazing. Yeah.
1: Can can we get a can we get a clip of this? You got it here. Right, uh, yeah, I, got I got it
2: right it. here. So if you haven't heard this, uh, kids, cover your ears. This is uh this is what Odell Beckham uh demanded. Uh, I mean you can you can maybe s- understand why if, the administration if, doesn't like having uh the band play that when that's
1: if you, you couldn't know. understand those words that was uh the fans chanting suck that tiger dick bitch fantastic yeah well done obj
2: well done lsu yeah. you know uh that's pretty great cuz the fans were
1: hyped they were so hyped. Like, that was yeah. fun,
2: man. Well, the fun, I guess it's been years since they've played it because they've gotten so many fines for it. And, but there are so many pictures of OBJ lobbying with the band instructor <laughs> to play the song. And, yeah, he said, you know what? I'll pay the fine. Just do it. <laughs> oh, it's great. The stadium announcement warned the fans not to use the vulgar language as the song was being played oh that's amazing yeah well yeah good try um all right what's next ballad next we've got a little let's break this down you were kind of already alluded to this story but uh a keep to leave and michael crabtree apparently have some beef um i guess what was it was it last year or a couple of years in ago January
1: last year Tlaib um, last game of the season i think or maybe playoffs yanked uh michael
2: crabtree's chain in the middle of a game which I find is hilarious,
1: and... And then went on the sidelines and mocked him and laughed about it.
2: Yeah, which I don't think there's any rules against. No. Just, uh, so, so Michael Shirtcraftry clearly has gotten his feelings hurt about this. And this year, uh, oh, look who we have here!
0: We made it
1: just in time for the end of the show. Our Whoa! expert is in the house. Chad, what's going on? Guys,
0: gosh, what a day. But I'm here,
1: told you I'd be a little late. Real quick. Uh, you your your hands are looking a little free today.
0: Ooh, yeah, they are looking a little free, eh? Unbelievable! Um, Get yourself
2: a nice strange lamb. Yeah, I
0: haven't been home. Uh, the plan was to go home, but uh, hey, I had to pick up stuff for the hunting trip that we're going on this weekend. Yeah, so got excuses for days. Oh, but I did come with gifts. I did come bearing gifts. Ooh. So, uh, you know, other than that, uh, didn't bring a jersey. So, whatever. <laughs> it's good to have you here. We were just
2: breaking down the uh, Tlaib Crabtree feud. Oh, this
0: is fantastic, man. I know.
2: We were just getting into the history of it. Last year, apparently in January, Tlaib yanks Crabtree's chain and makes fun of him on the sidelines, which I said I don't think there's any rule against. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely no rule. I don't think there should be any rules. But this history
0: definitely goes back into college because... Ooh. They played in the Big 12 against Aqib each other. Akeem played for Kansas, uh, Kansas and K- Crabtree, of course, played for Tech. Oh. So it goes back a little bit deeper than
1: just the, how, just the I pros. I mean, so. I don't know how it's they, awesome. they overlap. They had to have played against each other at least once, It was at right? least
0: once, I think. But I know that they hated each other. Tlaib's older, I think. And I think they're both from the Dallas area as well. So yeah. I think it kind of goes interesting, even yeah, deeper, even deeper than that. That's so, awesome. It's fantastic. Honestly, if you're Crabtree,
1: don't wear a necklace. <laughs> like, let's That's be honest. honest let's be honest about this. That's the one argument I've heard. It's like, yeah, if you want to wear the necklace, if it has sentimental value, but
2: well, the ridiculous thing is, is that he took the time in this in this game where they obviously rehashed their unfriendliness for each other. They got in. A fight on the field, they've both been ejected, as Spencer alluded to, Uh, Crabtree's uh, suspended for at least one more game.
1: They both originally got two games, and they've both been dropped to one.
2: But yeah, why go through the trouble of taping the chain down when you could just as easily take it off? Yeah. Which would really be a boss move by Tlaib if he somehow snuck into the locker room and just... Stole his chain right out of his locker. That would that would be even
1: better. Have you guys seen the the video meme of of uh, you know they got Crabtree's head on the guy from uh, from Friday and they got Akib Talib coming in as Debo. Uh-uh. Debo's like, give me that chain. He's like, what chain? He's like, give me that. He's like, dude, don't take my chain. He's like, it's my chain. <laughs> he just walks off. <laughs> I was dying. Um, yeah, this was crazy. I mean, Crabtree's first mistake was losing his helmet. Never lose your helmet in a fist fight unless the other guy has lost their helmet. Yeah, because you're you're already at, you're you're at a disadvantage. He tried to make a swing at him, and if he would connected, broken hand, done for the year. Yep. And Akieb like he
0: got inside the face mask though.
1: He tried. He so, tried. And uh, Akieb Talib did get a good swing on him, just barely missed. Crouchy had a good good little duck dodge dive and dip. Um, but yeah, this is. Not a good look for the uh, for either one of these guys. they got to cut the shit out and just play football.
2: I'm good with it. I kind of like players fighting in the field, but I think there should be some points rewarded. Like, if you're <laughs> going to take the time out of the game to fight, if it's a fair fight one-on-one, why not give the team with the winner of the fight, like, three points?
0: Like, make it, like, worth a field goal. <laughs> See, I'm okay with the block on this, though. He's just playing good during the whistle. Good block. You know, of course, Kim Talib doesn't like getting manhandled,
1: which mm-hmm. is understandable. Well, he ripped the chain while he's getting blocked. He was more focused on getting that chain than he was on getting off that block. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Tlaib
2: clearly won this again. Like, yeah. I would say so.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think so. Awesome. Um, guys, did you have any other NFL stuff you want to talk about while we're here? I only included a few segments because I don't work that hard on this show, guys. <laughs>
1: mm, I did like Tom Savage's... Uh game press conference yesterday did Ooh, you guys see said, that no what did he say um, so he walked in after uh, playing another abysmal game and there was nobody in the media room <laughs> and so he walked up he looked at this lady and lays like yeah there's nobody here he's like we good walked out <laughs> it lasted four seconds he just walked in we good alright just left oh I love that nobody even the media doesn't want to talk to Tom Savage he's so bad <laughs>
0: Oh uh, well, hopefully you guys talked a little bit about uh, Dallas Cowboys. Nope, no, nope, we're, we're saving that. We're getting there. Okay. Um, Chel okay, Guy Corey is uh, busy right now. That okay? Okay. I will say that um, if anyone watched the Packers game this weekend, oh, um, he was
1: he was my he was my who I'm thankful for my roster bait, Jamal Williams, my boy. Okay.
0: All right. Well, during the commentating of that game. They kept on zeroing in on Brett Hundley's foot, his feet, and how he throws the ball, kind of in the air, and it drove me absolutely insane because (laughs) it doesn't matter what, like on his tippy toes. No, no, no. he's like in the air. He's like he does the Aaron Rodgers kind of in the air, just in case someone rolls up, Mm. like he'll just fall over. But again, they were they were saying how good it was that his fundamentals were that good, and honestly, it doesn't matter because they've lost how many games since he's been quarterback. So I was. Completely driving me insane. He's that they're there. all over this guy being a backup, and they just can't win a game. So he's terrible, and they're terrible without him. But it hey, Aaron Rodgers
1: was throwing pregame. Did you see that? He was. I did see that. Did and see that. he made, he, looked, he looked very uh, wishy-washy to me. Yeah. Well, he may be back in practice this week. We'll see. Said so he was throwing thirty or forty
0: yarders. They should set him out.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: What about today's news that they're gonna sit uh, Eli Manning and start uh, Geno Smith?
1: See, this is a funny story and it broke after you had finished writing this, uh, this show guide um, because old uh, pedophile Ben McAdoo came to Eli and said you know, hey I'm going to start playing the the kid I'm going to play Gino and, and uh, Webb, Davis Webb um, but I, I still like, you. did you still want to start so you can keep your starting streak going? And Eli told him, no, like if you're gonna play them, then just play them. It's no point in me starting a game if I'm not gonna finish, and I'm not just gonna go into the game to start just to keep a streak going because that's gonna just tarnish the streak. If I start, I want to finish the game. And so he said, "No, you can just play them, keep me on the bench." So it's really Eli, like, "No, fuck you, Ben."
2: You know what Eli's hoping for is get a little of that tie rod bounce. Uh, what was the who was the quarterback who threw like a hundred interceptions? Something. uh...
1: Petterman or Petterman.
2: Yeah, he's helping with a little uh Petterman action. So he's, no no send Geno Smith out there. Let's yeah. let's see how this works out. See yeah. if I don't get a raise next time
1: my contract's up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All those team... Geno Smith has been garbage every day. All time those other teams in the that. NFL that don't have a quarterback, Arizona and you know, decent teams. Yeah. They're gonna be looking at that going. Maybe you should have kept him in. We'll take him. We'll take him. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: What do uh, you guys think about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo getting the start this week? I saw that today, yeah.
1: That'll be interesting. I thought they were going to hold him out for the rest of the year and, and let him get some better players around him, but I just hope he doesn't get hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to at least see what the guy's made of. He's I been agree. there now a few weeks. Um, throw him out there. I mean, he's got to know the system by now. You would think. I mean, if the, the guy that the. Um, oh who am I thinking of Indianapolis traded for it. Jacoby Brissett yeah can pick it up within a week week and a half uh, You know, Jimmy G better be able to pick it up in a couple of weeks to be able to go out there and at least make some headway unless he's just dumb as rocks but we'll see yeah it's debatable
2: while we're on today's news Darren McFadden announcing retired retire yeah. 10 seasons uh, which sucks I just picked him up in fantasy thinking he might get a little uh little, little, little Zeke bounce but idiot clearly not the case yeah,
0: well, good thing you're not in my league. You would have wasted $2 on that. Oh, well. Um, oh, here, here's some...
1: Funny. Oh, that's, that's college.
0: Two. Two. Oh, Hank Hill's back in the live. Oh, well, yeah. All
1: right. We had some early show troubles. We didn't know if he was going to make it. Yeah, we didn't well. know if he was going to make it. Am I,
0: am I here? Maybe well, just a little under the weather. We're yes. into that... Excuse
1: me. We're into that point in the show. we got to hit a break. Um, And then we will get into uh, not football talk and what we we're going to talk about before Chad decided to show up. So... We'll take a break. Be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me, something in the air just above me. Something like a dream state, you call it a clean break. Do you feel the buzz, Ben? Do you feel the buzz, Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Christian Thelman. Chad did finally make it in the studio. As you, If you guys weren't listening, we just now turned to tuning in. Um, still no coach. Still missing. He's in my... He's not physically unable to podcast. Just said he had too much work to do. But, um... So we, uh, we weren't waiting well, on Chad. <clears throat> we weren't waiting on Chad to talk non-football talk. Um... So, the floor is yours. Let's talk some NBA.
0: Yeah, still a little NBA. I want to start out with uh, probably the craziest story that I've heard in a while coming out of the NBA. And that's Derrick Rose contemplating his future with the NBA. Um, guys, he got hurt earlier on this year. He signed with the Cavs in the offseason for the veterans minimum of $2.3 million. Oh, um, that's a nice minimum to have, uh, if you ask me. Uh, I'd love to sign for that. And it's guaranteed. Uh, fully guaranteed, Absolutely. And he's been hurt for the last nine games for the Cavs, and the Cavs have won nine in a row. So, (laughs) well, I say nine in a row. They've won eight in a row, and they're playing tonight, and it looks like it's going to be nine. So, um, Derek Rose is not with the team right now. He's contemplating his future in the NBA, and I don't think I've ever seen a MVP of the league at one point in time have a fall-off like Derek Rose has had. It's been it's been absolutely insane from where he went from Chicago whenever he was at the top of his game to not after the ACL injury to New York for what a year mm-hmm. and then now with Cleveland guys um what do you think I mean as I mean do you know anything about Derrick Rose and where he kind of came from and what he what he's done up to this point
2: I know he's basically made of glass like sure. with as many injuries as he's had I don't blame him for second-guessing whether or not he wants to go through all of that again. Like After a while, you just get tired of having to rehab over and over and over again. And I'm sure the media gets to him as well. Because that's every, everything that anyone ever talks about when you talk about Derrick Rose. So if Derrick Rose wants to collect his check, stop playing basketball and move on to either being you know someone in the sports media. Or if he just wants to go chill for the rest of his life. Uh, I'm can do fine with that.
1: A um, little bit of news from that game LeBron James has been ejected for the first time in his career. Oh. What? After arguing with an official.
0: Good good man.
1: The only two players active that have, m- have played maybe longer. I'm not
0: getting through to
1: you. <laughs> the only two players active that have played longer without being ejected play on the same team Tony Parker and Pal Gasol. Well, there's that. There's a little tidbit of information for you. Wow. Um, Chad, what do you think about the firing of. Uh, um, Memphis's coach—I don't know his name.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: speaking of Gasol,
0: it was surprising Giselle. to be honest. Um, we're still early in the season. Yeah, they've had you know an eight-game skid, but Mike Conley's out for them, so he's pretty much the the backbone of that team. I would say he's more the backbone than Mark Gasol. So, um, seeing them let go of the coach tells me one thing—that Marcus Gasol does not like, does not like them.
1: They were beefing over something. And, for and sure.
0: every time that happens, the star's gonna star is always going to win. Look at what happened with, um, in Houston, with James Harden and, um, who was the coach that was there? Mikel. Ken McHale. James Harden won that one. Look at what happened with Scott Brooks and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant won that one. Even though he uh. didn't like the coach that came in, and the Phoenix coach. Um, the Phoenix coach with Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Uh, you look at LeBron James. And and all five of his coaches. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because Eric Spolstra's still with the Heat. He liked well, Eric Spolstra. Yeah. You look at David Blatt that was there for Cleveland. Then, like David Blatt, you got rid of him. So, uh, you know, the big stars run this. You have to cater to them. And if you don't, uh, you know, sayonara. But the crazy thing about this firing is how many players and former coaches are coming out really – Having the coaches back, and I forgot his name. He was the assistant Dave with Miami, Fisdale. Dave Fizdale. Great assistant coach. Um, a lot of players, like I said, um, came out and really had his back, as well as a couple coaches. So you don't, you hardly ever see that happen with a coach getting fired.
2: Yeah. Well, Chris Wallace, the GM of the Grizzlies, has come out and said that you know we didn't fire him because Marcus Gasol told us to. It's because. The product on the on the on the the wood and eight straight losses, but start, hey, if you're the GM, you've got to come out and say that. To right? start
1: the year, they beat yeah. they beat the Warriors and the Celtics, the two of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, there's talent on that team. Um, they just didn't give him enough time to to let it you know build to what it could have been. But whatever, no,
0: absolutely, absolutely agree.
1: Um,
0: but I got a pro tip for Derrick Rose before we move on. Um, Derrick Rose, my pro tip to you is this. Contemplate retiring at the end of the season. $2.3 million is a lot of money. Hell yeah. I don't care what you do the rest of the season. Just write it out. It's guaranteed. Don't retire in the middle of the season. Get your money. And then call it quits at the end of the season. Hey, just just say you're contemplating all of it until the end of the season. Exactly. And
2: then they'll pay you. Exactly. I wonder if we still collecting checks from Adidas? Oh yeah. oh, yeah.
0: That's another
1: thing that he'll that's, leave on the table. That's another thing. It's actually
0: a bigger amount of money. Oh, yeah. More like, money like Way than, more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
1: like $80 million or something that he yeah. would lose. I'd stick around. I'd, I'd,
2: I'd maybe just purposely get hurt. Oh, what? Pull a, a Michael Bennett. Say, that say you're hurt? hurt? Say you're hurt. <laughs> Martellus Bennett. Uh, uh. Whatever. Uh. M. Bennett.
1: Yeah, my my shoulder, goes is screwed up. Doctor <laughs> says you're fine to play. No, it's messed no, up, no, Coach. I know really my hurt. body. <laughs> I know it very well.
2: What do you think, guys? Should we try to get core... Chell, go, uh, Chell got Corey on the phone, see what happens. Gotta try, try. Well. gotta try. Let's see here. We're going to have Corey call in to talk some hockey. It's that time of year, and I've got a bet i got to fulfill with him.
0: Yeah. But let's see what. Way to run all that passes, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like well. last minute. Yeah, hey, okay. guys, made this bet. <laughs> let's see if we chill got Corey on the
2: Works in August at eight thirty, and that's
0: ridiculous. Maybe he uh, doesn't even want to talk to us. Maybe you know he doesn't want to fulfill the of so really his us. bet.
2: All right, no, ch- Corey, Corey. Uh, we will get him on maybe next week, maybe the week after that to talk well, NHL. It's so early in the season; who really cares? Well, we should just
1: scratch NHLs
2: because you already scratched through my golf segment. No, no, we're gonna keep that that scratch there. <laughs> um, I did pick up something interesting on the NHL right now, so. Everyone knows this is the first season that the Golden Knights of Vegas are are a team. And there was a lot of speculation out there that first year team probably not gonna be that good, which I think anyone would expect and understand. However,
1: They're... the Vegas expansion draft is crazy. You get to go and like pick like the best players from certain teams. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. There's certain players that they were able to go get, and there's players where each team's like, no, 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 this is our holding, you can't take these guys, but if you want to try, and hmm. you get a certain number around the league. Lots
2: of these I like, hey, uh, you currently live in Columbus, do you want to come live in Las Vegas? Uh, yeah, I do. And mm-hmm. they, I guess they were able to attract some pretty good talent, because they're number one in their division, uh, they're 15-6-1 right now, and they... There's this rumor out there that they have a particularly unfair home ice advantage. Not having to do anything with the ice or the stadium or anything like that, but that they are in Las Vegas. And when hockey players come into Las Vegas, they can't help themselves but to go out on the town and have a good time. What is
1: the majority of, of the population of the NHL? White males. European white males... Basically, mainly Russian, Slovakian. Canadian. Canadian. I mean, those those three alone just like to drink. Like to drink, like to
2: party, like to have a good time. And love
1: Vegas, because everybody international loves Vegas.
2: So the theory is, is that these teams come in from out of town, it's a long season, and they have this Vegas trip basically circled, where it's... They're not really there to play a game. They're there to be in Vegas for a couple of days. I pulled up uh, the Knights, the Golden Knights' record at home: nine in one. Pretty good. So basically, this home teams coming in, getting trashed for right before a game, and then they're too
0: hungover to play the next day. It's genius. Hopefully, they get home ice advantage throughout the playoffs because oh, if that's yeah. a be game. Awesome. It'd be because I mean, then they got to stay lose? there for multiple days yes
1: oh multiple days in Vegas is dangerous think about that
2: think about this when the Raiders finally make the move all I was to Vegas, that was in the back of my head are they gonna have the, the ultimate home build advantage because if there's anyone who likes to drink more than hockey players it's probably football players probably. all right
1: yeah no, abs- they' throw their money around in clubs and do mm-hmm. all that oh yeah just think
0: about this too mm-hmm. after they build a new stadium in Vegas like Super Bowl week, oh In Vegas? my god it's gonna be nuts. unreal it's gonna like, be crazy how do you get anything done no you, you won't don't. you won't hotels
1: you are gonna be $1,500 a room for that Super Bowl easily Oof. even the shitty hotels yes circus circus and hooters oh my god <clears> nasty
2: um guys you wanna talk about the Cowboys or can we just skip all that <sighs> I think you it's... kind of have to Ballad I think I'm gonna wait for Corey to to cause I, cause I want him to hear it I don't, I don't want him to be like oh well I don't have to do it twice. You know, for those who don't know, the bet is that I need to recap the Charger stats from the game before the last game we played. Or I guess that was a Thanksgiving game, huh? It It was. It was. So...
1: I'm not gonna do that until we have Corey on and okay. well, let's get, that's yeah. his
2: fault for not being here at the podcast.
1: Yeah. So that's Cowboys, true. yeah, so Cowboys lost. We'll talk about that. Do you wanna talk about it? Or should we wait until Corey calls? We'll just get I don't think of the way. he's gonna call Tyler. Let's talk about let's it. Let's just get out of the way. Uh, um Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Um Twenty eight six was the final. Dak Prescott got through two interceptions. It was the most boring first half I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was 3-0 to zero at halftime, and I thought, you know, 3 nothing that's okay. Dallas' defense played good. Another good first half for the Dallas defense. <clears throat> offense still can't do anything. And... Second half, they came out even flatter than the first half on offense. Rod Smith was able to get into the end zone. Um... I think for his first touchdown as a Dallas NFL Cowboy. cowboy. Um, so that was awesome for him. Uh, but, I mean, really, Philip Rivers just did whatever he wanted. 434 yards on only 27 completions. It was all big plays. It was all Keenan Allen. Um, they absolutely destroyed Dallas secondary in the second half. Three touchdowns. Allen had one of those. Um, Melvin Gordon only had 65 yards on the ground So the Cowboys really Contained him But um, Zach Martin went out early with a concussion Leo Collins was banged up Throughout the game I do not think guys that big could get concussions I thought concussions were just for smaller guys If I'm being honest you get hit in the head that many times <laughs> Your ears will start ringing uh, But just, Tyron Smith is you know, after a beautiful fake out, they faked the camera out. Dak runs 35, 40 yards for a touchdown. Tyron gets called on, on a holding. And I think he probably leads the league in holding calls against him. Um, but offensive line looks like shit. Cowboys look terrible. Dak looks like nothing without Zeke back there. I really didn't think I'd say it. And then the second half defense is terrible. There's still the same story. No No adjustments made. I think you just keep playing the same way you played in the first half and expect things to go well. Um, and no Sean Lee is, is absolutely killing that defense. Without Sean Lee, they have no, no voice, nothing out there. So, not looking forward to the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, I don't even know where to start on this game. Um, at this point, you're out of the wild card race. Um, Unless you went out. You might as well just tank the rest of the year, get a high draft pick go after some sort of offensive lineman um, because it, it's it's just disastrous. Uh, the thing that disheartens me the most is that you look at a team in Los Angeles, right, Los Angeles Rams, whenever Todd Gurley's not having a good game, Jared Goff picks it up and throws for four touchdown passes. Now that we don't have Ezekiel Elliott – for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott can't do anything. He can't put the team on his back and do anything.
1: There's no balance.
0: So, it's just it's disheartening because you thought that at this point he would be able to take over a game and he, he can't. So, um, I would say as a Cowboys fan, just tank the rest of the season. Um, try to get at least top 10 draft pick. Go get a lineman um, to help beef up that line for Zeke in the future because... That's what you. That's what you're gonna need. Either that, or get another elite receiver that can replace Des Bryant because he's been absolutely absent. Terrible. Absent from the game plan. So
1: it's not so, looking good. in that's
0: I have for for the Cowboys. They're 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 awful. Another thing I'm unthankful for.
1: On another, I, I, on another I would, Thanksgiving,
0: I would truly yeah. think that if you play if, if you had the Cowboys play the San Francisco 49ers right now, it would be a close game. It'd be really close. And it shouldn't be. No. no.
2: Even, yeah, this even, is a team yeah. that looks deflated, not excited to play, um, and I'm not excited to watch them. And mm-hmm. clearly, none of us are excited to talk about it. So let's roll into some first impressions. Yeah, get My a little life back into this podcast. Yeah, baby. Uh, our first game. Actually, how we do last
0: oh, a couple weeks ago? Uh,
2: we in the on the pro side. Let me pull that up for us. So uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, we picked seven games. Uh, Spencer. You got six of those correct. Ooh. Whoa! Coach got six. We don't want to tell him about that, though. Damn. I went four and our expert. Uh, you only got two games right. So mm, ouch! So oh. uh, a- another disclaimer for our listeners out there: do not don't always don't don't pick our picks. They are uh, they are first impressions, nothing more, and should not be acted on. Unless, uh, unless you really want. <laughs> unless you really trust us. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, let's get into our first first impression. I know we said we're not going to talk about the Cowboys anymore, but on Thursday night they play the Redskins. Oh yeah, uh, they are in Dallas. Thank for that. And the R words. Uh, I'm sorry. The Cowboys are favored by one.
0: Spencer, what is your first impression? Dallas covers. Uh, so that pretty much means they win. Yes, yeah. but
1: they cover the one point. Yes, um, it's
2: basically a pick um. I, I think the Cowboys. Uh, I, yeah, I think the Cowboys win here. Reds uh, did it again. Our, our words coming <laughs> off a short week. They didn't play on Thanksgiving, did they? They did. They did. They more did more play the night game.
1: Off. Technically, they have three
2: hours less rest. Oh well, that's the case then. Yeah, Cowboys by <laughs> a touchdown.
0: Chad. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Cowboys in this one. Redskins running back got hurt. Um, they it's gonna be a well. huge. Gosh, what's up with us the R-Words? Yeah, it's y'all. It's y'all, man. God, I just say no, Washington. The the R-Words. Washington. The R-Words running back got hurt. They um, got p Ryan. Did he so, get hurt? p Ryan get got hurt? Not p Ryan, The other one. P-Royne good. He had over 100 yards. Yeah, but the other guy is the soul of that team. So, uh, give me the Rob boys. Kelly. Uh, Rob? Not Rob Kelly. the other one? Rob. Oh, yeah,
1: Thompson.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, Chad, right back at you. The Vikings are going to travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Falcons are laying a field goal. What's your first impression?
1: Falcons <laughs> are... Three-point favorite at mm-hmm. home against Vikings.
0: Give me the Vikings, man. They're rolling right now. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know how I could pick against them. Uh, Case Keenum looks like a, a newborn... I don't know what it is, but he looks really good, and he is making Teddy Bridgewater sit on the sidelines, so give me the Vikings.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that Julio Jones game was an anomaly. He cannot do the same thing he did. Vikings got a lot better defense. And I was going to say, the Vikings are really good on defense. Even on the road, I think they get it done. Uh, And if you're going to give me three points, of course I'm taking the Vikings.
1: Spencer? Well, this is boring, because I want to take the Vikings, too. I absolutely love the way they're playing football. Um... And yeah, Julio's had such a bad year until last week. Um, I think the Vikings are gonna shut his ass down. Matt Ryan's gonna throw a couple picks. Um, as long as Case Cam doesn't turn the ball over, that's a that's a way that's the way they win.
2: I went back and changed both my picks away from y'all because I'd rather be contrarian on this. <laughs> if too many people are agreeing. It just means that no one knows what we're talking about. So, Fair enough. Uh, Lions are traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Spencer, the Ravens are a three-point favorite at home. What's your first impression?
1: Ravens three. It's gonna be a close game. Ravens defenses look good. I can't not. Ah, I can't pick away from the Lions. I've been high on the Lions all year. I think they're gonna cover. Baltimore plays up and down every single week.
2: That is true. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens here, even at home minus three. Uh, they they won last week, didn't they? They beat the Texans by...
1: They are 6-5 by... now. Beat the Texans by a touchdown last night.
2: All right. I like and it was close all home. game. I'll beat the Ravens here. If anything, just to go they were, against... They were at home last night. Hey,
1: you just you just told me that I had 6 out of 7. I would probably pick on my side more than not.
2: Yeah, well, there's no... Uh, you're, you've got to regress to the mean at some point, and it's got to be this week, I think.
0: <sighs> no, sir. Oh, uh, I'm going to pick the Ravens, too. I think the Ravens have more to play for right now. They are in a wild-card hunt. Um, They need this win.
1: They have both have the same record. So the Lions are in that same hook. Yeah, the but NFC. the Ravens really need this win. Lions could win a division.
2: That's what I'm saying. Ravens really need this win. Chad, yeah, the Panthers are going to travel down to one of my favorite cities, New Orleans. New Orleans. To take on the Saints. The Saints, a four-point favorite at home. Give me the Saints by
0: seven. They just lost to was it the L.A. Rams? Mm-hmm. And they need this bounce back. They're gonna get it.
2: Yeah, I'm taking the Saints here as well, just to pick against Cam Newton. And you know I love the Big Easy, uh, Spencer. I did. Get, I looked back at one of your picks from last week. You took the Saints with a custom line minus 100 mm. against the uh, the R words, uh, which did not cash for you. Just just so you know, um, the Panthers, <laughs> traveling New Orleans minus four. The, uh, the Saints, what's your
1: first impression? No custom line this week on the Saints, but I'm taking the Saints to, to cover that four points. All right, right back
2: at you. The Eagles, <laughs> couple of couple of birds going to play each other Oh, the Dirty week. Birds. The Dirty Birds and the Water Birds. Eagles traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Eagles, a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. What's your first impression?
1: In Seattle... That's a night game, Sunday night game, yeah. Um, the Eagles haven't shown me that anybody can play with them. And until they do, until somebody shows they can play, I'm going to keep taking the Eagles. I think they win this by a touchdown. Carson Wentz is too damn good.
2: I'm going to take the Seahawks here. Uh, of course, to take against Spencer, but uh, I think the Eagles need to lose a game before the playoffs. Just to get it out of the way. And I think this is the one. Uh, I think they uh, either win a tight one or barely lose to the Seahawks. Uh, Seattle is a hard place to play, so I'll take the Seahawks here, giving points. Okay, Chad?
0: Yeah, I'll actually also kind of go off of that ballot. I'm going to take the Seahawks too. I think that um, Eagles have won so many in a row now, they're due to lose one, have a down game, and. With Seattle kind of beat up, I could see them kind of overlooking Seattle. So, I'm going to go ahead and take the Seahawks with the points.
2: one. Very good. Our last game of the night, Chad, the Steelers traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Steelers, a five-point favorite on the road. What's your first impression?
0: Oh, this is always a tough game. These teams have so much history. Five points is a lot for this rivalry. Um... Take take Cincinnati in the points. I don't trust the Steelers offense as much. Um, if Antonio Brown doesn't have two touchdowns reception, the Steelers team's going to lose. So, um, yeah, Cincinnati in the points. Still think the Steelers squeak it out, but not by five and a half.
2: Ooh, it's only five. Just no, it's going to be a field goal. I think Steelers win by a touchdown. I'm going to take them here on the
1: road. God. Spencer, I'm also going to take the Steelers to cover. unless do um, you want to change your pick? I want to change my pick. I want the under. <laughs> uh,
2: very good. So that was first impressions. Yeah.
1: Nice. I'm looking to go on another on another big run. We'll see. So it looks like we do have a little extra time
2: left. And as I promised Spencer before the show, if we had any time left, we would talk a little bit of golf. Dang it. We should go back and so do something else. So <laughs>
1: Uh, Spencer, tell us what's going on in the golf world. So this is a nightcap oh, sponsored, oh sponsored by the beautiful, delicious, strange land Brewery. Um, So let's see um, Yeah, so I found a story of Tiger, Tiger Woods played golf with uh, getting, getting warmed up for this week and his comeback Tiger's back. Hashtag Make the tiger i've
0: heard this 17 times he's back still dude. The same. He he's gets back hurt every time
1: he's back um so um tiger dustin johnson and then brad Faxon, who was really only there to be uh a media guy to tell people how the round went um played with uh president trump and they uh Apparently, the next day, he played with Jack Nicholas. He's got the life. He's playing with pro golfers every other day. Well, you're the president. I want to be the president. And you just think play have, golf all you day? You think you'd have other stuff to do. Yeah, well. That's um, so I'm not president, because so I just play golf all day. Um, but... Son, would you please <laughs> knock it off? You're driving me nuts. Faxon came out and said, um, you know, Tiger looked effortless. He's not swinging at it like he was, but he was hitting it past Dustin Johnson on half the holes. Um... Whether that's true or not. Did they mention he was playing from the ladies' tees? They did not mention anything oh, like oh. that. Did they mention that he wasn't? They didn't. Oh, well. So I don't well. know. I don't know. A little time to speculate. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Definitely speculate on this. Bad the, uh,
2: reporting out of the uh, Augusta. Yeah, uh,
1: Faxon didn't really say much. He just said the Tiger looked great. Tiger was, was hitting and good, hitting it past Dustin Johnson, which I find
2: hard to believe. Well, I find it interesting that Trump even invited someone from the media to play at all. And if, if if all media is fake media news, how are we even supposed to uh, believe the reports that came out of this game?
1: Not sure, that's fair. It could be fake news. All I'm saying, okay. all I'm saying, is the hype right now around Tiger coming back. I watched his entire uh, press conference today. Talked for you know fifteen to twenty minutes longer than anybody else did, and. Was very calm and, and very sincere in what he said, and he'll be playing with uh, the reigning FedEx Cup champion Justin Thomas, who Justin Thomas idolizes Tiger. You can watch a bunch of videos on on the internet of side by sides of Justin Thomas doing the the Tiger Club twirl and the walk after the ball. It's going to be exciting. They're going to have a blast. There's only 18 <clears throat> people playing in this tournament, so if I was a betting man, I'd put the house on Tiger making top 20. I like that. If he withdraws, I don't know if that counts. Ooh, that's a, that would be a bad beat. That'd be the worst beat of all time. Oh.
2: That's amazing. I think. So obviously, I would love for Tiger to come back to golf. But he should he should wait like five years. He should just take as much time as he needs. Everyone says golf is one of the sports you can play your entire life. You're already You already have more money than God. Why don't you just like sit it out, let your body really come back to 100% health, and then you have five years of just media buildup wanting you to come back, and it'd be even bigger.
1: Do you know who Tiger Woods is? Do you know who this guy is? I've heard of him. In his off time, when he was in his prime, winning every single tournament by 10 shots, he was going to San Diego and training with the Navy SEALs just because he always wanted to be a SEAL. Dumbass! Like he was going out and doing stupid stuff and killing his body just because he was a crazy person. Like he just wanted something else. He, it wasn't enough. He was out there. He, now
2: you listen to me, you crazy old cracker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's done so many sky. I think he. I think he's a certified. He could. He just. He could be a skydiving instructor. He's done it so many times. Like. The guy's insane. He's never going to quit. He's never going to light off the gas. And I can't wait to see what he does on <sighs> the golf course. He's is... has been quitting and being smart and strategic.
2: And I think those are two things that he lacks no. when it comes to his comeback. He's going to push it. Quote He's going to push it. He's gonna push it, and this will be the last golf tournament plays
1: for until nine it, months. Until it falls again, until it we'll falls apart. Him. He's gonna push it until his entire body just it's says no
0: more. Fallen apart the past five years. He's got a back fusion now. It's, it's I don't fused. care what it is. It's fused. You're saying he's back, but yet back. we haven't seen him done. We haven't seen him do anything in the last like four times. He said he's come back. Nothing. So I've been disappointed for four times in a row. Am I gonna believe you now that he's back? Hell no. Just buy into the hype, Chad. Just one more time. I'm not buying it in. One more it's time. Fake news. It's fake news. Complete fake news. Make Tiger great again. Tiger can make himself great again if he stops getting hurt. Alright? <laughs> Nothing that I can do to help out. Uh,
1: well thanks for letting me talk for like five minutes while I go off. That was nice. That was very kind of you. Buy more than I wanted to. I know. But here we are. It's true. Well I know we you I'm I'm very thankful for it. Valid. we thanks. can't ever
0: get that time back.
1: I know it has gone. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. So I know y'all are thankful about that. Um, Be sure to check out our amateur hour coming up on Friday. Um, We'll let you know how our show bet finished. Right now we're at 47 to 47 with six minutes to go. It is not looking good. We need 30 points per team, 31 points per team to hit this thing. We need the
2: entire rules of basketball to change to where buckets count for 10 points each.
1: Yeah, yeah. Stick around. We'll let you know if we lost money. Fuck you, coach. Yeah, maybe he'll show up. Doubt it. Doubt it. But uh, for Ballad, thanks for pressing buttons, dude. It's a pleasure. Chad, glad you could finally make it. It's a pleasure. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are out!